What the heck? What is this? Do you want to switch? What is this? No. <laughs> Are you going to say night, Nightmare Before Christmas? What is this? It's obviously a very good league. This is podcast. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Soccer started. Yeah. Soccer started. I wonder where 10 years went. Indie City Football Live. Brought to you by Turkettis in Indianapolis. Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the Pot Squad! Indie City Football Live. The podcast. Blood. From. Goobin House. Brewery. Is it House? House. Goobin House. Goobin House. Goobin House. Goobin House Brewing. They're a brewing co, actually. Rico. Not a Not a brewery. And why are we at Goodman House on this fine, wet Monday? <laughs> well, due to some multitasking in my schedule, normally I would have um, at 7.30 to leave somewhere near the south side, preferably, maybe a pup also, to go to Leader Crown's band practice. But tonight at 7, I have a marketing committee meeting for the Leader Crown's band right here. So we decided to move today so that I could do both of them. It's all for the band. It's all for the band. Battle of the bands. We don't want to give too much away, but later this episode, speaking of the Leader Crons band, we have star horn player Katie Burge, twin of Carrie Burge, um, here as one of our guests tonight. She's going to talk about some lore, some pogey stuff, and probably the band. Probably. Now, why are we here? I was trying to lead you into saying what the league was. Glad you asked, Jason. Why are we here in the more philosophical sense? Yeah. Indy City Football is an adult rec league soccer program with a good citizenship twist. Twist. In addition to getting points for wins and draws, teams earn points by being good citizens. Wow. To us, that means volunteering in their community, helping neighbors, using responsible transit, and going to after parties at our generous sponsors. Blood. Jason and Kyle were not in that picture. Oh, that was for... Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't think I made it either. I think that that was literally just That picture is just for our mom. So we're good. Um, yeah, that's what Indy City Football is. Thought you'd never ask. It only took me two minutes today. Mm. Okay, so we had a big week of games. We've got a big week of games coming up. You guys had a very big weekend at the racetrack. Um, we're wow. going to cover all that tonight, right? Yes? Big week. Yeah, of course. But let's start with scores from last week. You know what? In the lack of Cole Street presence... He sent us screenshots. He did. Because mm-hmm. he knows what we don't do. He and listened that's to the podcast last week and said, this can't happen again. Yeah. He's exact like, you words. guys are useless without me. Let me help you. I mean, yes. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the app properties. League one. Please do. Scores. We had Riverside City over Bates Hendricks FC. Five to two. Riverside roll. Meridian Kessler United over Irvington FC. Five to one. That's a little surprising. I feel like Irvington has been on a little bit of a hot streak. Hot streak. I think that felt not as... That score leads me to believe it was not as competitive as I expected that game to be. But maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was like a really tight match. We may never know. I don't know any of the details. I still think MKU has huge momentum right now. Right where you want it, getting ready to get into the playoffs. MKU is just not playoffs. They are bonkers. I forgot. MKU (laughs) just refuses to lose. In fact, they've tied more than any team this year, so not surprised they're getting a couple wins. Mapleton FC over Sporting Heron Morton, four to one. I watched the beginning of this game, and they were playing quick. It looked like Sydney professional out there. So what's up? Is Heron Morton coming down? We'll get into this. We'll find out. Uh, Never mind. 
Well, I'll save it for the standings. I'll, I'll yes. say this for, for Mapleton. Charlie is very good. Oh, he's yeah. so good. It'd be nice if he didn't steal people's trophies and not give them back. Allegedly. Rumor. I think Charlie submitted ICF points. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they actually took the, the trophy or, or they just have a new member that doesn't they really play. Like a new the hooligan member. And they filled it with ICF points. <laughs> That's the only reason they submit. This glass being was like, guys, we're going to the after party. We have to tell somebody about it. And they're like, okay, trophy. Get out of here. <laughs> Real Fletcher Place over Atletico Pogues Run, 7-1. to one. And Martindale AFC over Mass Ave, 4-0. Big relegation implications in that game, which we will get to in the standings. Thanks. Those are your scores from last week. Should we do the Thanks, League 2 Jason. scores? I think we just stick with League 1. Fine. I don't have my laptop this week, so we can't do the fun, like we can't do the standings and then the next matchups with the standings next to it. I like to type in and say, number two, this team versus number five, this team, etc. We will we'll figure that out. We'll do some quick maths. Yeah. It's in the sheets. Is it? Yeah. Whoa. The games that have implications. Cool. Thanks. Plus, oh, in the sheets I sent. Kyle, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do read the League One standings? I probably do if I can find them. Uh, okay, League One standings. We have got still top of the table, Riverside City, with now 26.1 points. Outrageous. I know that if Cole was here, he would talk about that being a statistical outlier. Probably, maybe. I don't know. This they're eight O and O. They're so good. Only allowed seven goals all year. Freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. So they are the only team between both leagues that has let in single digit goals. So they are at seven. The closest team that has let in more goals is Mapleton with twelve. Which spoiler alert they're in second place. Fascinating. Mapleton, 21.406. I think I spoke about the wrong Charlie earlier. I think uh, Mapleton has been submitting ICF points. Maybe it was Martindale that just submitted it for the first time. Martindale did submit for the first time. I think I confused my names. Sorry, Charlie. You've been killing it. Um, all right, continuing on. So we had Mapleton, 21.4. MKU, 20.02. So big gap between one and two. Less of a gap between two and three. Uh, Real Fletcher Place, 16.2. Big gap. So not a lot of movement in those top four since last week. Zero movement, some would say. I have heard that also in a text thread, maybe. Uh, continuing zero movement, Irvington FC, 13.08 points. So the gap is, like, there's several points gap between most mm. of these teams. Um, Hallville, 10.7 in Pogues with 9.37. I So that is the end of no movement in League One. Mm -hmm. um, then we get into, uh, this is so tiny, I can't tell what place we're on to now. Seventh, maybe? Martindale, 8.1. This is eighth place. Eighth place. Yep. Ninth, Sporting here on Morton, seven points even. Tenth, Mass Ave, six. 
and 11th, Bates Hendricks 5.7. So the only movement is that bottom of the table. Martindale jumped up three spots. Everybody else just shifted down one. And so now the people in the highway to relegation zone, as a reminder, because we're getting that close to the end of the season. Mass Ave United and Bates Hendricks FC. Yeah. I would say it's still really close with Huron Morton. Um, So the difference of those is 7.6 points and 5.7. I think Martindale unlikely to go down i that win getting them three extra points and throwing them up to 8.16 i don't think they're technically like mathematically out of the relegation zone but i think just with the momentum of a win i think they're good like kyle said big implications in that game yeah imply them kyle and then imply more. Also looking at the relegation zone, the one thing to note is Sporting Heron Morton has played nine games. Mapleton or not Mapleton, Martindale, Mass Ave, and Bates Hendricks have only played eight. So they have two more shots to get points, whereas Sporting Heron Morton only has one more. Um, will they get three points in that game? Will they not? You'll hear us talk about that in a future you know podcast. They Maybe they play. Atletico Pogues run. Will the Pogies possibly send Sporting Heron Morton down? Will you? Are you going to send him down? Um, something else. That you did. I ref that game for a couple of minutes. You guys didn't listen to me. Uh, I don't. I feel like you weren't there, but Kenny was there and I was blowing. We need to give her a microphone if we're talking oh, yeah. to her. Katie was at She's the hospital. Like, God, no. What happened at the hospital? What was going on? Andrew Somebody was there and I was there. Oh, yeah. I couldn't drive. Katie drove me. Was that that night? Yeah. Fucking hey, man. I just remember I was blowing the whistle to stop the game and no one was listening to me. And then I realized that I was wrong. And then Kenny goes, don't worry. No one was going to listen to you anyway. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> um, let's do our, well, upcoming, our games? upcoming games is Indy Cup, right? Yeah. Cup. So we're going to skip yeah. this. Yeah. Let's skip upcoming games. We will have a juicy review of everything that happened in the last two weeks next week. Sure. League two at properties, league two time. I can do these. I think you should. Oh, thanks. Broderable city over old speedway city, five to nothing. Old speedway city still struggling to get all the right pieces, even though it seems like they should have them. Old North United, um, going down to Southside soccer club, five to two compass cup. Uh, does that solidify it for you? Did you win then? It solidified. It, it sure did. We, Champagne was popped. Yes. Oh, that's why you guys are popping champagne. I was just um, like, oh, you're just partying. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why didn't everywhere? I bring champagne to my game? It's become a Compass Cup tradition, and yeah, a proud Compass Cup tradition. We had Garfield AC over Upper Downtown FC, two nothing, very close game. The way it was played Insane. back and forth, it was it was wild to Good. watch. Good. Hopefully, no more injuries for no beloved I, little Jenny. Yeah, I think everyone stayed pretty injury free in this game. Good. We have Sporting White River over FC Fountain Square, seven to one. And finally, Intermonan, Intermonan. Monan. Intermonan. The Monan. Um, three over Midtown, nothing. So that was a forfeit. Oh yeah, that's right. Now I do remember Midtown that. Midtown did not, was not able to field a team, unfortunately. So those sneaky tall guys just walked away with some free points. Damn it. Speaking of points, we can talk about the league at Properties of League 2 standings. At the top, still 
Intermonon, 25.76 points. Those guys are nuts. Lots of points for them. Eight and one, eight but, wins, no draws, and a loss this but year. they are not clear. They are not clear because in the second place, Southside Soccer Club, 23.315 <laughs> points. Trying to defend the bell. Both those teams. It's are crazy. So, sorry to kind of interrupt you there. So, it's a difference of two and a half points, which is all a representation of ICF points. Yes. Like, that is the difference. So, we've both played nine games. They have five more soccer points than us, but we are catching up because of ICF points. Shelby, would you say that ICF points matter? Maybe. Do you think, do you feel like you want managers to turn those points in? I was going to say something that you would have to edit out, and I decided that it's really bad taste, so I'm not going to say it. Yes, turn in your points, please. (laughs) Someone, yeah, someone new just did it this week, so you can't, like, retroactively do a bunch of weeks. You don't know who went to your after party. You don't know who carpooled six weeks ago. But it's never too late to start turning in your points. It is never too late to start turning in your points. I mean, a lot of these point differences are the matter of, you know, one or two points, sometimes a lot less. Like, Kyle is about to talk about three, four, and five in League Two. Spicy. Let me tell you (laughs) how much ICF points matter for those. (laughs) Tell us, Kyle. Yeah. You're going to tell us. They're mattering because moving into third place this week, into the promotion zone, Sporting White River on 20.99 points. Remember that number because in fourth place is Broad Ripple City on 20.7 points. 0.29 of a difference. And then behind Broad Ripple City in fifth place, Garfield AC on 20. Three five points. A difference of point three five points. Insane. So if we do some math, point two two nine plus point three five is shit. Um, six point six one. Listen, buddy. None of us asked you to do math. I tried. I I had a lot more faith in myself. I need you to know that you did that to yourself. (laughs) I'd say I would have maybe asked you not to do math. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like six tenths of a point. It's pretty freaking close. It's so close. And then in sixth, Old North United, 12.6 points. So much more of a difference. After that, Upper Downtown sitting on 10.41. FC Fountain Square, 7.22. Old Speedway City, 6.48. Midtown, 5.8. And rounding it out, Near East United, 2.74. And those are your properties, League Two standings. Thanks, Kyle. Now our... Pause. The only movement in this was three and four. Switching. And that was because of ICF points, right? Yes. There was no movement because of soccer points. This was only because of social, social transit volunteer. Mm-hmm. All top five teams won, and all, all five of the bottom six lost, and the other played in the interleague showcase. Unpause. Time for the... Interleague showcase presented by At Properties. Tell me about it, Jason. Hallville, Near East United, and Hallville did win this game 8-1, to one, and it solidified League 1's win over League 2 in the Interleague Showcase. Fun no. fact. Oh, go ahead. Near East did not realize this was a friendly. They thought that this was a game with real implications and walked away so defeated. Oh. oh. I'm like, buddies, this was just a showcase. They're like, oh, Thank goodness. 
and Hallville had like four or five people not show up because they knew wow. it was a showcase. So. Uh, that's tough, buddies. Dang. Tough. Tough, buddy. But uh, what does what does the League One teams win next year? They get a bye for any cup. That is correct. I kind of thought you were going to tell me I was wrong, and then I just promised a bye to people who didn't <laughs> earn a bye. I was like, tickets to see not David Blake, Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Chris Angel. <laughs> your whole team. That is correct. You get a bye for next year's Indy Cup. And speaking of Indy Cup, that's what's up this week. Up this week. <laughs> it's what's up. Up. So we have our matchups. We did the drawing before, but let's refresh everybody. Thank God we don't have a boss to fire us. I guess technically that's Jordan, but... What is <laughs> our matchups this week? Great uh, question, Jason. Uh, so also, this was the final randomly drawn... No, this was not no. randomly drawn. This was this randomly was, drawn. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did yeah, it, yeah. and we didn't <laughs> when did record we draw it. This, like three weeks ago. Yeah, we didn't record it. Is that it why? Because like, well, it's we the, time the, the, oh, the, the, the time on the phone down the entire time. The time on the porch that we did like literally over mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rip. Okay. But we did do telling it. a story about so a time we did that. This was mm-hmm. the final random drawing. Yes, and now you're in a bracket. Now we're in a bracket. Speaking of which, Jordan, the people are asking, can we see a physical bracket on the fields? Physical bracket on the field? Yeah. They want a board or a sign. No, not like on the literal field, like a sign of some kind. Katie Burge votes for painting names on the field. Cool. Please don't paint on the fields. We want just like a a 3D sign. The Indy Cup final, (laughs) it's just painted exactly what's happened to this moment. We just paint X's and O's on the fields to predict the outcome. You have to stay on your little X. I'd like to opt out of that. Except well, I want to win a game. You're still you don't in want the an game. X? You're you the don't only, want an X? You're the only player here, or the only team represented, the only team here who is still in the IndyCup. It's true. Facts. I have heard that rumor. Rumor. Wow. It's All of the background noise just went away. It did. Yeah. <laughs> that was really weird. There must have been like an air vent or something that chimed off. What are our IndyCup games? I don't know, Jason. You have it up. I do, but I didn't know if anyone else wanted to take that and run. I sure do. All right, we have got Sporting White River versus Sporting here on Morton. Mm, tough. Sporting. This is going to be like Sporting White River on the warpath this season. So good. I think this is going to be really exciting. I hope here on Morton has a better time than what they have shown in weeks past. They are able to field a full competitive team because I think they could give Sporting White River a run for their money. I think Kieran Morton is still struggling a little bit. This is the 620 game I want to watch. Yeah. But yeah. Exciting. And it will be a tough test for Sporting White River about how tough League One can be. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got Mapleton FC versus Bates Hendricks FC. We didn't plan this, guys. These are just the names and how they came out. And two very blue teams. Two very blue teams. Very blue. Uh, did these teams just recently play? Or am I making this up? No, I can look. They up did not. They okay. didn't. I was thinking maybe they played like this last week. No, they did no, not. no. Mapleton Bates. Very blue. Could be interesting. 
those are my only other thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Great point. We've got Meridian Kessler United versus FC Fountain Square. Um, I have a I have a hot off the presses here. Tell me. We will cover this more next week on this podcast. Oh. But Bates Hendricks and Mapleton play the next rematch. This is the pre-match. This is the pre-match. Pre-match. Fantastic. I'm excited to see it. All right, so back to MKU Fountain Square. Thoughts? It could be fun. I mean, Sporting White River. I'm predicting PKs. Honestly, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Sporting White River. Katie Burge. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, League One speaking here. Meridian Kessler will be winning this one. (laughs) (laughs) They're amazing, and they're nice, and they're amazing. And, like, no disrespect to Fountain Square, but listen, don't be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) They, 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 They spoiled Riverside's chance at winning Indy Cup by beating them. I mean, to me, that's a testament to, like, how wild and wacky could this Fountain Square team be? Like, can oh, we, MKU? No. Can we talk? I don't know. Sorry. I'm rooting, just, for, I'm rooting for Fountain Square, okay? Because they almost beat us, and I need to believe that we're significantly better. Mm. They took down Intermonon. Yeah. Yeah, Only but that's not so hard to do. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, um, Andrew oh. Detmer, I love you. Can we talk about how Katie just kanye FC Fountain Square. She did. She said, I'm going to take the mic. Don't be ridiculous. I stand by it. I love that for her. MKU did have the greatest album this year. And our final Indie Cup matchup, Garfield AC versus Broad Ripple City. And a rematch. A rematch from two weeks ago. Now, can someone remind me what the score was of that game? We know you won. I don't remember the score. I think yeah, it, it sounds like one. you know. Yeah, it was a, we won. I don't know. It was a really good game. I think our um, physically closest competitor in terms of like skill and just like on on the field action. Mm-hmm. Um, as you may remember, Kyle, we thought it was Southside, and then we remembered that our average age is significantly somewhere if you take out Burton in the area of ten years older. Um, on average, and that's also like a similar demographic to Broad Ripple. A fun game. We loved playing them. They loved playing us. It was it was a fun time. Two balls went out of the fence and into the street. One was brutally murdered by a car. Um, what? Oh, a ball. Yeah. Oh my god. I tuned out for a second. I thought you meant like a player was no, murdered. Just I was the like, balls. Harry, I'm gonna casually drop that somebody was murdered. There's gotta be a better way to. Murder. No. Okay, it's fine. Oh, my God. And that should be a good game. We are so excited to see them. Battle of the Greens. Battle of the Greens. Battle of the Greens. It's going to be real cool again, I just think. I have a good feeling about it. And such fun teams. We didn't have Shopei last time. We've got him back. We will be without Nate. We will be on vacation. Because Nate goes on. Nate, I know you're listening. Stop going on so many fun vacations. Stop it, Nate. You're ruining my life. Cut this shit out. Cut out this vacation shit during soccer season. Now that we are in a bracket, we'll have Sporting White, the winner of Sporting White River, Sporting Heron Morton play the winner of Mapleton FC or Bates Hendricks FC. And we'll have the winner of the MKU FC Fountain Square play the winner of Garfield and Broad Ripple crazy so you're telling me there's a pos- there's a chance that garfield if we win could end up playing fountain square 
in the semifinals. Yes. There's a chance, yes. Or here in Morton. No. No. Well, you could play here in Morton in the final, yeah. Oh, my God. You're so on board. Or here in Morton. No. (laughs) God, I love this league. So what about all of the other teams this week? Yes. uh, I don't know all the friendlies, but there have been friendlies. There's a huge friendly here. Katie Bird, you take the mic. You tell us what it is. Tell us. Okay, I'm sure there are other friendlies, but... um, The only one you guys should care about. The one that really matters is between Athletico Pogues Run and Southside Soccer Club. We're calling it the friendliest of friendlies. And I mean this in the best and also creepiest way. (laughs) Kyle and Shelby, I hope you're ready. Oh. So we have been... We We, were warned ahead of time. I don't want to say we've over-manufactured the friendliness of this friendly, but we're definitely in our friendly era, and we... I'm actually, I'm not going to be there. I've got a work thing in Bloomington. I'm so sad. Um, I think Katie's actually about to cry. I hope you will be touched. <laughs> not inappropriately. You will be physically, <laughs> you'll be physically moved. <laughs> and I don't think anyone on our team cares about the game at all. <laughs> We're just really excited to play Are you guys like you guys. showing up with a bounce house or I don't want to give any details. I can tell you that several hours of work have been put into the lead into this. All I know is no team has appropriately used the uh, speedos that are available on the website. <laughs> Until now, that wouldn't be friendly. <laughs> um, I I was chatting with Coach Lindsay, um, our manager, early. We did a we did um we did a you know a we did a trip over the weekend and some prep work for this friendly and. She said, I don't know, should I, like, how much is too much, like, snacks to bring for after the game? Or, like, am I overthinking this? And I was like, I don't think we need to bring snacks. I think we're okay. But then the other part of me is, like, envisioning, like, picnic blankets and Southside Soccer Club and Atletico Pogues Run just hanging out after on picnic blankets eating orange slices and cosmic brownies together. Like, I think that could be a really good life for us. So, anyway, while I will not be there, I do want to, like, preview saying like i hope you're ready for how friendly this will be i am I'm i have not, no idea what I, to expect we're coming we're also coming with a surprise at the very least we are um which we're very excited about um what if it's the same surprise i don't that's okay that would be so. the cutest thing i've ever heard are you bringing like a surprise baby or something like i can't think of are you? oh not what? that i know of um <laughs> No, it'll be great. Um, I we're just we're very excited. I we you know the Pogies have been down and out. We're starting to have a hard time fielding a team, even though we're a full team because of the number of injuries. We did lose another Pogie to injury this past week, and we've lost two to s- high school soccer coaching as well. <laughs> so we are we're in a pretty bad way, if I'm going to be honest. But we're just really excited to have a low key friendly with. Our best buds at Southside Soccer Club. Have a good time. Uh, remind the listeners, what time does this game want to happen if they want to see the surprise? It kicks it's off. It's the early game. Yeah. Okay. 620. 620. Be there or be missing the surprise. I hate surprises. I'm a chronic surprise anxiety. I'll, t- I wanna Carrie, throw I'll tell you off air what it is. So okay. You thank up. you. Yep. And I'm going to need to you know I'm your surprise as well, Shelby and Kyle. Thank you. Okay, we okay. can tell you. I am yeah. so excited for this. That's, that's all I have to say. I'm just really excited. I couldn't contain it anymore. And then I guess also... While I have the microphone, even though I'm getting it back in a bit, um, and while we're talking about friendlies, 
I, Kyle, I, Kenny, Kenny of the pod, my significant other, uh-huh. it like he talks about you on the podcast like you guys are best friends, and it's really cute. And I hope that at the after party this week, because he'll be there, I just okay. won't. I hope that you guys become best friends. Okay. Has um, Kenny ever said anything to you in your life? No, no, I don't. Even, no, not a word. So but this is one of those parasocial like, oh, you know, it's like relationships what Kyle I always said hear about. On the podcast, and it's always specifically Kyle, and it's so cute. And Kenny listens to the pod before I do, so I'm gonna get a text, like, like two hours <laughs> oh after the God, pod, because I was like, Katie, <laughs> and now, and then he's gonna like be upset that I said that out loud on air. But like, I love this. I just so had much. to tell you on air that, oh like, if you ever need a new best friend, Kenny's there. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. The last thing I will say about this, even though I know we could talk about this for probably another hour by itself. uh, I am so excited because Pogues is like indirectly my legacy team. Cottage Home. Yeah. Yeah. Playing for Cottage Home when we first got here, which is the reason we found our apartment in Woodruff Place. And the reason we found our house at Garfield Park is because of the people that we knew on Cottage Home, now Pogues. Like, oh my gosh. I just love both of these teams so much. And I'm and so freaking excited. Do you want to keep... Also, like, is our plan in place? I feel like it... Yeah, I, I have it in my car. Oh, oh, my it's God. Done? No, it's not done, but I have <laughs> everything for it in my car. Who is completing? Liesl. Oh By God. herself? Nice. I'm going to help. Katie's gonna she f- doesn't know that. Carrie's gonna throw up. I'm gonna help. Okay, when do you release this podcast? Tuesday evenings. Either Tuesday nights or Wednesday mornings. Okay, perfect. Because uh, Cole doesn't know this, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell it to you now. Do you work from home too? Not tomorrow. Okay, I was gonna say I'm gonna be at your apartment tomorrow, yeah. like early afternoon. Yeah. I'm gonna take a stab at the other friendlies based off of the logos. I know they're not necessarily in the right order. Um, but I do know that we've got Midtown and Upper Downtown playing each other. Ooh, the towns. Um, Those logos are in the right order. So Havel and Old Speedway. Havel and Old Speedway. Oh, yeah, Battle of the West. Yeah, Havel West Speedway. Side, Havel Speedway. Yep. And then we've got Near East United against Real Fletcher Place, which is a little confusing to me as a matchup. But there's got to sure. be some good reason, and I hope it goes well. So I know Midtown and up, Upper Downtown had both, like, reached out in the Slack channel saying, like, hey, who wants to play a friendly like that one was organized a little bit more because I think the, f- the teams were like really excited to continue playing yeah, and like have something to do. Um, so yeah, I think that could be really fun. If your team is not one of the teams we talked about tonight, feel oh. free, you're still invited to come watch yeah, you, all the other you games. You didn't do the Midtown, Upper Downtown? Yeah, I did. Yeah, first. that's literally and what I just talked oh, about Oh, you again. did the first, that was first? Yeah, I went oh. started reverse. There are still friendly slots available for 740, so if you're not one of the teams listed and you're not playing in the Andy Cup, no. Uh, feel free to reach out to your friends around the league. Schedule something for 740. Have a jolly good time. Can we call the Midtown Upper Downtown game the Andy Cup? That's fine with me. <laughs> Is there another Andy on Upper Downtown? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Andy initiated it. No, maybe Zach did. I don't know. I, I will say, too, the Hallville reached out to Speedway and challenged them. Oh. oh. <laughs> I got chills. As They're multiplying. The west side. You guys, any more shop talk, or can we get into... Um, we do have the podcast rumors thread that oh, was started oh. by Shope. Which, Dive which, in, but um, skip a couple. I will be playing <laughs> for both teams in that game at the same time. You, what color what are you going to wear? What do you mean, same time? 
I'm gonna be wherever I, you know I'm not quick so wherever the, I'm at and the ball comes to me whichever goal I'm closest to you're changing <laughs> shirts take I it will and go, go to. do you have to change shirts you gotta be wearing the right colored shirt while you do it just wear like no, a nice it'll still be 8v8 but just with a no. rogue one no, more that's, player no you have to change shirts based off which team you're playing for in that moment mm. or I can do that make a zombie shirt half and half, half. And half. good luck Jason thank you so, addressing these rumors, first and foremost, will Garfield get to the next round of the cup? Carrie, obviously. I obviously. think so. Are, I don't know. It's tough to call. Are Southside still in it? No. Can we play How's them that, in the that's final? That's not a rumor. That's also, just a no. question. These are just Chopin firing off questions. Also, just promote SS already. Maybe. Um, Kirby has said, Enter's getting promoted. That's what matters most. And then Chopin said he's proud of Enter. Cute moment. Um... Dan from Speedway said, rumor is the West Side Derby trophy between Speedway and Hobble will be a motorcycle tire if he can get it off his motorcycle before next Thursday. And then later in the thread, there's the tire off of the motorcycle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did this man just sacrifice his own motorcycle for a trophy? It looks that way. Is he just like now s- stuck to buses? Like, now, if I'm a manager on? playing a team in this situation, I don't want to win that. I don't want that in my house. Listen, if Kyle can take home a dirty hubcap. I'm not going to say we threw that game so I didn't have to take it home, but I'm not going to not say that either. It's got a permanent place in my apartment. Um, Sam from Southside said, address the rumor that I've been preemptively banned from the podcast because I can reliably be counted on to say off-the-wall stuff, and there's too much of that on the pod already. Should we have Sam on next week? Sam says the most outrageous stuff you've ever heard in your entire life, and it is absolutely beautiful. It catches me off guard every single time let's have sam on next week sam coming on what did he say in our group chat that just astounded me um it wasn't him but there was oh someone said they were donating blood and someone else said that wow you're literally bleeding for this team a lot of uh (laughs) blood sweat and tears Mm -hmm. oh no thanks yeah um did well you look i gotta find uh, we'll let you look for that um, Lynn said that she had some tea, and we said spill, and she said, well, for starters, the League Darlings will be playing Southside uh, in a friendly, and they have some surprises. Oh, also rumor, Shelby Street's coming off the bench for this. You are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't say that in front of our commissioner, but Shelby's like, bringing the cleats back. It's a Shelby friendly. Street's not just coming off the bench. She's starting in this game. It's a managerial decision. She's going to score my- a goal. <laughs> I have not played soccer in over a year because of little Fienhamin Street. And then one final rumor, Sporting White River is hoping to break over 500 pounds of stuff donated for second helpings with the Jelly and Jam fundraiser, collab with Old North. There are a few other teams that may be also participating in this. Wink, wink. It's us. Um, I have one final rumor, too. Yes? Texted by Katie Birch from that side of the table. She said, I heard a rumor that Ben, the Pogues run youth, was clinically dead at least twice against Real Fletcher Place and showed a picture of him <laughs> laying on the pitch, <laughs> dying. Um, Hang in there, buddy. So I found Sam's off-the-wall comment, and it was uh, last weekend when the Indy 11 game was delayed oh, yeah. due to weather, and it was delu- delayed, <laughs> delude, delude, delayed until 9 p.m. Kyle said, hashtag USL after dark. Oh. Sam said, Cinemax, but make it soccer. As in, we're going to get fucked. (laughs) 
Yeah, Sam's coming on next week. And we didn't. We won four to nothing. Yeah, Sam let's have Indy it. 11, man. The Indy 11 have not conceded a goal since Sam said that. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Is it is it time to get into the Indy 11 recaps? Yeah, quick. I haven't been to an 11 game in so long. Let's ignore that and actually get a history lesson from Katie. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that right now. Indy 11 won two games. That's it. Katie Burge, I'm going to hand you the microphone. You're going to take oh. this one. I can do a quick rumor before Katie Go. transitions. She looks like she's not ready. She looks very panicked. Uh, so <laughs> the last Indy 11 game we went to, it was Star Wars night. Or no, did we already talk about this? With the matching we, shirts? Yeah. The ma- yeah. Did we already talk about this on yeah. the pod after it happened? Yeah. Yeah, because we talked about the shirt. So the only follow-up is Liesl posted pictures on her Facebook, and she was holding my baby in a lot of the pictures, and someone goes, oh, my gosh, I must have missed the news. Congrats, Liesl, and thought that Finn was her baby. And they just, like, didn't know that she had, like, a six-month-old baby. <laughs> People are so silly. Like, what is the deal? <laughs> was it her aunt? I don't – I have no idea who it was. I have truly no idea. I hope it was It was her just aunt. hilarious. That makes it that better. That would be funny. I, well, I don't think it – I don't. She it's said also who funny it to me that like people will stop Liesl when she's holding my baby in public and just like start talking to her about Finn, mm-hmm. and she just like answers because she yep. knows everything about him. <laughs> and like I'm so happy that she's so comfortable. It is so hilarious to just walk up to like other people talking to her about parenting and stuff, <laughs> and she's just like going with it. Like at no point is she ever like, oh, like I'm not the mom. Like I don't parent this guy. I just hang out with him sometimes. She's just. It is dumping rain. Always. It's a Monday and we're Oof. recording the podcast, so it must be downpouring. Liesl, an American treasure. We wish you were here with us tonight. We're proud Robert. of you. But See you tomorrow. Okay, is. today. That did leave a seat around our tiny table that we're squished together for enthusiastic hoagie hooligan Katie Birch, my twin sister. She is going, she asked weeks ago, maybe more than a month ago, six weeks ago. But you've been traveling. To come on the pod and talk about. Girl, you've been through it. Katie, you said that you had a historical rumor of sorts to talk about Mm. involving a connection between my team and your team. Yes. Let's Um, get with it. Let's get with it. Hello. I'd like to preface this by saying I am not the foremost historian on all things George Pogue, but I am the but one you are you, on this pod. I'm the one you have on this podcast. Um, okay, so I we need to go back. The year is 1819. I'm entranced already. The first white settlers, interlopers, whatever you want to call them, um, have arrived in what is now modern day Indianapolis, right? Um, the settlers, the first settlers to arrive are John McCormick. Who you may know from McCormick's Creek, the state park. I was hoping you were going to say McCormick Spices. Incredible, no. Um, and one George Pogue and his family of seven. So he arrived from Connorsville, which is like on the way to Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, Carrie knows. And he made his family, while they were hauling ass to what is now Indianapolis, lay out what we know today as U.S. Highway 52 Brookville Road. So like... That is, yes, like that, George Pogue, you're welcome. Um, On behalf of our neighborhood, you're welcome. Um, So he was a blacksmith. Um, Again, the year is 1819. And he built a cabin. He built a cabin at modern day Pogue's Run and roughly Michigan Street. So natural state provisions, my house, like that whole- Connor Daly's house. Yeah, Connor Daly's house by default since he lives across the street. 
Like, the cabin was right on the river there. I don't know where McCormick's cabin was. It wasn't that close. Um, so, family lore has it that in April 20, 1821, 1821, we're only two years later, not 202, um, George Pogue's horses go missing. And then Whoa. his dog goes missing. Whoa! And he's like, listen, like, who is taking my stuff? And then a local ne'er-do-well. My stuff. A local ne'er-do-well who all of the local tribes that were still here had, like, kicked out. They were like, listen, you're trash. Like, we don't want, like, please get out. He was like, I heard that your horses are the same place your dog is two miles that way and points in the general direction of Garfield Park, where is now Garfield Park. And so George Pogue is like, sons bitches, and he takes off and he goes in that direction on, nev- foot? on foot, never to be seen again. Shut up. No, I'm not joking. It is Indy's, Indiana's oldest cold case. I'm, yes, this is a real thing. Um, and po, well, some might say Pogren. We don't know. We don't know disappeared. <laughs> good, Jordan. Good. Um, so I, to this day, anytime bones are found in between, um, like, let's say, Holy Cross and Garfield Park, um, they send them to IUPUI's archaeology and forensics departments and do DNA sampling. because. Jordan, you live in Garfield Park. You know, people find bones all the time. It more often comes up during, um, like, if they're building a brand new building and they're doing foundation work. Sure. Um, because, you know, several layers deep in a city has got to be bones regardless. Like, that's common archaeology knowledge, right? So, anyway, the ghost of George Pogue lives on. I, there are no folklore related to this. I just, um, <laughs> in my mind, I have this vision for... A Garfield Park versus Atletico Pokes run game that's like the trophy is like the ghost of George Pogue. If, if we could get a bluegrass band to write a song called The Ghost of George, yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing. Nitty Dirt Band would totally do that. Yeah, I, if we asked, they would do it. I've said for several years that I want to learn how to play banjo. Yeah, this so is, this might be to me, this is like this just the, the nudge moment. in the right direction. Why couldn't the Liederkrons learn it? Oh, not learn it, but write it. I mean, it. it's Oktoberfest season, so we're pretty busy. Well, yeah, but this will be a game for next year. You can yeah. play until okay. next year. Okay, I mean, maybe. Um, I, there are probably more adept musicians in the league. It's a big league. Um, okay, so that's like my first thing. The other thing I want to talk about, did you know? Probably not. That Pogues Run the River <laughs> was the site of a civil war battle? What the fuck? I, so I did a lot know that of boats. when I was looking up Jersey you, inspirations okay, for yes. you So guys. you do need to put battle into quotes. Um, here's what happened. During the Civil War, the Democrats in the Indiana State House, which at the time were more like our modern day Republicans, right? Like, let's acknowledge that. I will. Um, <clears throat> they were planning, I am not joking, an actual <laughs> insurrection at the State House. And they brought guns with them, and it was super secret. And they hoarded all of their rifles in secret at the state house. And then they all chickened out on the insurrection. And they were all, they, they were like, oh, just kidding, and backed out. And they were all on a train. Most of these people, these potential insurrectionists, they were on a train leaving the city. And right at where Pogues Run runs at New York Street, the U.S. military stopped them 
and they didn't want to get in trouble for having guns and possibly insurrecting. So they threw their guns into Pogue's Run, the creek, and the local papers in jest called it the Battle of Pogue's Run. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I need Katie here every week. I know. I'm having such a fun time. Okay, and then another fun Pogue's Run fact. More! Okay, I, you guys are all fairly familiar with the name, with like Holy Cross and where Pogues Run exists. So it runs all the way up to the end of Mass Ave and Ritter, mm-hmm. right? And then it runs all the way to where it joins the White River past Lucas Oil Stadium in the south side, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but do you know, and you probably do, that right at like Vermont, New York Street in Holy Cross, it goes underground? Yeah. Okay. So the original city plot, the mile square, was done by one Andrew Ralston. Who we might know from Ralston's Draft House. Um, Alexander Ralston. Alexander Ralston, yes, good carry. Thank you. Um, good carry. I did include a map for this for the people on the on the pod, but Thank not you. listening. But if you just Google plot of the town of Indianapolis, you'll get this map. So as you know, like perfect mile square, but what you need to know is that Pogues Run the River caused quite a conundrum in the southeast quadrant of the city. So not only did it interfere with Alexander Ralston's perfect city design, it also flooded like the Dickens. And as that part of the city started to be populated, it was the sewer solution. So it was really freaking disgusting. It was described in the papers as a pestilence. Pogues Run was. <laughs> so, um, like, the mosquitoes were bad. It was so smelly. or sewer drainage. And then, like, during rain, it would flood those plots of land. So, in 1914, okay. 1914, um, the city did a million-dollar project to take Pogues underground. So, <laughs> get this shit yeah, they're, like, it was kind of... And so, like, it, we're cleaned up, it. it cleaned up all the plots that looked ugly in Alexander Ralston's dream grid. Um, it moved Pogues underground, and if you like, if you look at the map, like that is like the mile square of Indianapolis. Like it is entirely underground in that mile square, and wow. it spits back out by me. So I don't know if you know this. You can actually walk the tunnels. You and no. in fact, um, Springdale neighborhood led a tunnel walking expedition just a couple weeks ago Pass. for anyone wanted to do it. I it is pretty smelly still. To be fair, it is if not you that is like a one way ticket to following in. George Pope's footsteps and being murdered. You are not the first person to post that on social media. <laughs> Why would you go into any tunnel? So, um, first of all, it looks cool. Um, second, yes. that tunnel is like legit in popular culture. So, John Green, the author, in his book Turtles All the Way Down, starts describing where Pogues Run in Indianapolis goes underground wow. for a while. Um, a New York Times bestseller that I read a few years ago before I moved to Indianapolis, um, it it talks about like the, the book is like an alternate history where the South won the Civil War and um, underground airlines. I don't know who said the book, but um, it's it's they've got a really sophisticated way of getting people from South out to the North. And one of the main thoroughfares in Indianapolis for that is Pogues and Tunnel. Wow. Um, some might say it's because it's disgusting and no one would look there, um, but I choose to believe like it's it's an icon. She's an icon. So. Um, those are like the things I really wanted to cover about Pogues Run the River and George wow. Pogue and the ghost of George Pogue. Um, now, since we have Jordan here, I would like to talk about my second Pogues related topic. Um, I'd like to propose in the rules change um, for next year <laughs> what I'm calling Pogie's Choice. Um, and that is 
if your team is statistically unable to be relegated because of their ICF participation, mm. the team should have a choice on Ooh. if they move down or they move up. I'm not saying it has to happen this year. I'm also not saying the pogies would be in to move down. Um, you know, I think that no one is more optimistic about the pogies' future than the pogies themselves. I mean, we're consistently like, well, you know what? We look good. You know what? It was still a good game. And you know what? If we had like this person, this person, this person, this person off of our injured list, we'd be fine. So, you know, I'm just maybe something for next year to think about. Pogies' <laughs> choice. If you're statistically eliminated from relegation due to your incredible number of ICF points, we're coming for you, Garfield Park, with the volunteer hours. We would like to triple crown. Um, well, as, as always, we all know that this is a fake democracy that actually votes on the major rule yes. changes. So yes. propose it. Let's see. Let's yeah. see what the people so have to say. I hereby propose. I think I have to put it in a Google form. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> <an> actual procedure. <laughs> yes. Pokey's choice. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Katie. Um, yes. Have you been to the tunnel? Um, no. It is like the entrance is really close to my house, but it's also very poison ivy heavy. And I she's got she's got the poison ivy real bad. Um, Sounds like an off-season episode to me, yeah. Jason. I'll, yeah, I'll go over Halloween. Over not. Halloween. No. Okay. Oh, we can go to the... Does the cottage also, home have a block to reiterate, around then? Yeah. To reiterate, as a walker, it is smelly. Like, I... I believe that, It is yeah. smelly. Yeah. I can't reiterate that enough. Like, we can do it, and I'll buy waiters or something. So it's but still like, full of pestilence. Cole has waiters. Some might... We can just send still. him down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, we, I think we could all go. Jason really wants to go. Yeah, can you I tell? Mean, I, he seems genuinely... So as yeah, no, as I, you know, I the pogies do like to hang out in the off-season, and the Cottage Home Festival is one of our high points. I, we saw She's the Man the together this weekend and then went to um, Golden Ace Inn because Quinn on our team is a bartender there and we wanted to see I love him. that. Yeah. Another follow-up question, but maybe I don't. Is it about... Oh, oh, one thing, two things, two more things, real quick. Um, one, we learned at the Mableton Fall Creek after party at a taproom room on the rainout week mm-hmm. um, where those crazy, crazy kids from Mapleton Fall Creek um, let me take a picture with the Commissioner's Cup and gave me goalie gloves. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, it's not no, alleged. They let you it, take a photo with the newest member of Mapleton. Sure. Um, anyhow, I didn't stay late enough, but other teammates ran into a woman on their team whose last name is Pogue and is like from the ancestral Pogue family of Indianapolis. And she hinted that she might be up to defect. Um, I'm going to start a rumor right now on the pod um, that... You know, I we're we're doing great on neighborhood participation. Pogues are it's it's pretty much we so, do have a weird broad neighborhood, so we could afford to have a non-resident on our team. I don't even think that qualifies as non-resident. I know, I, I agree. So the new At rules point, are she built you that neighborhood, there, the you worked there, the matter, or your ancestors the fact, founded it. The fact of the matter is that George Pogue and his family, because he lived there for two years before he disappeared. Let's talk about that. Like two years and then he disappeared but his family lived there much longer and all of the land that's now like highland park all of the land that's like king doe my house natural state provisions that was all owned by the pogues connor and daly's so, house sure connor daly's house absolutely so really at the end of the day it is like her ancestral home like yeah. who am i to tell her she shouldn't be on our team we would love that i yeah i think we fully support that <laughs> We would love it. 
So um, that was the one thing. And then the other thing, no, those were the two. Those are both of them. Those are both of them. Here's my rule change. Uh, at some point, when neighborhood teams start getting so full, like Bates or Pogues, we're going to have to start like doing a lottery where you get higher points if it's your ancestral home <laughs> versus you just live there yes. as a neighborhood. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, priority welcome, is like ancestral Welcome home. to the team. Then you live there. Indigenous. Last name Pogue from Mapleton Falls. Then you work there. Yes, absolutely. Then you have a buddy there. Yes. Then someone stole your horse there 200 years ago. Yes. <laughs> and your dog. And your dog. Like... The dog was the last straw for him. I think that's what the great, like, he's like horses have been gone eh, for a while. And then My his dog. dog was gone. He's like, I have nothing left. I mean, fair enough. If someone stole Truman, I think I'd be, yeah. I would also be marching. Miles. Yeah. Not through a tunnel, but miles. Yes. <laughs> Fascinating. Someday wow. we'll find him. So my, not really a question. So years ago when we lived on the Near East Side, Cole went on a tour of haunted Irvington, I believe. Yes. And wasn't there a, like, serial killer or something who, like, scattered bones all over the place? Yes. That was... So that's what I was thinking of when you were talking about... I thought of two things. Unless it happened in the bones. creek, I don't know. No. Okay. Well, no, but there's just, like, yeah. people are just, like, landscaping and just, like, Yeah, no, we got... Fragments. That's an offline conversation. It's too long. Yeah, that's We'll fair. have it. Also, we're obviously all doing that together this year. We're going uh, on a tour. It's so fun. The other thing I thought about bones, and you might... I don't know if you'll want to edit this off the podcast, was thinking about Indy 11 Stadium. Oh, they'll find bones. No, the rumor is that the factory was actually built on top of a historic black cemetery, yep, and that's yep. why they haven't broken it's ground. Not, that's I don't not know the how rumor. Like, that's like, that's, that's I didn't know how fact. public information that was, or if oh, it was yeah, just kind of like a statehouse rumor. It's been published in the Indy Star. Oh, I fuck. thought you were going to bring up again your family remains that are in Greencastle. Yeah, <laughs> how many times can I bring that up? <laughs> I mean, Grandma, Grandpa. Get him out of there. <laughs> Dude, the lady at the funeral house lost her shit when she found out that they buried those ashes. She's like, why would you do that? And they're like, we, we just buried the ashes. And they're like, you can't do that. Like, well, we're going to put the ashes back on top of Grandpa. My Grandpa who's not cremated, who is now passed. Uh, so they were going to put Grandpa and then Grandma's ashes. She's like, you can't, you can't have two people in the same grave site. Just did it. <laughs> well, who's going to go out there and tell me otherwise? Maybe the senator lives next door, but probably not. Also, fun fact. Jordan, do you listen to this podcast? Did you know that my grandpa was secretly the president of a cemetery and this was in a land war with a senator? <laughs> this is 2022 content, and it's my favorite. Fascinating. It's been, oh, uh... New callback, so they find they sold my grandpa's house, uh, which was down by DePaul. Uh, I don't know who they sold it to or like what all they sold, but I guess also my grandpa had a bunch of like secret apartments or something. Like he was just also a landlord. Um, we're fully expecting to like see storage units on like those TV shows here in a couple years that have been like abandoned, and we just see all like my dad's childhood items like being auctioned out to strangers. <laughs> so good. Uh, I thought I had another maybe wood family update. I just saw them a couple weeks ago. Oh, I found out my cousin has worked for Penske for the last, like, 20 years. And so he gets, like, free tickets to all the races and gets to do fun shit at IMS. Has never met Mr. Penske. He's like He's been, like, a pretty high-up guy for 20 years. Has never met him. Never met him? The elusive He's Penske. never come by. But he also, he lives in Greencastle and commutes up to the Near East Side every day. He gets up at, like, 3 a.m. Insane. Gross. Could not be me. Would not be me. No. I'd like to hop out of that. Katie, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much, Thanks, Katie. This Katie. was so a much pleasure. fun. Pleasure. Thank you. Um, 
have so much fun Southside Soccer Club at the Friendly this year. I'm like a little bit scared. I'm like 10% scared, 90% super excited. Yeah. Do I, should I wear a swimsuit? Do I need my boxing gloves? Should I wear my hair up or down? Up. Uh, oh. <laughs> ooh, I guess I am playing soccer, so that's probably a given. That's probably a, that was yeah. probably a given. We all acted very dramatically to that. And Katie's just like, yeah, you're playing sports. What the fuck else would you do? Um, is Finn invited? Sure. Sure. Let's go ahead and uh, end this questioning with a little commissioner's corner. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've had the commissioner on air. Commish Kerner. It's that time. He's going to chat. This? I'm going to get another beer, but I'll be right back. How's it going, kids? I miss y'all. It's good. So you don't listen? Here's the thing. <laughs> so what happened was, <laughs> I last year I live tweeted every mm-hmm. episode as they were as they were on air. Well, I'm hoping that you do that again this year. Just yeah, I'm, I'm planning on doing that on Saturday. All all the episodes. Oh. All I'm just gonna okay. I'm gonna binge them all. Oof. It's been a weird year, so uh, and I uh, I have not had as much opportunity to stay in uh in touch with y'all and i gotta say i was telling shelby on the way in like i really miss hanging out with y'all because like on monday it's like the time where i'm like ah this is why i like love doing this This is so much fun we're having a great time we're drinking beer this is like whatever and then like uh on thursdays when people yell at me so (laughs) i forgot how important mondays is to the thursday thing so i'm here for some loving and some soccer soccer uh, community and history lessons apparently that was incredible so good so uh, do we have any questions for the commissioner I'll ask you guys first any uh, anything weird going on any complaints any uh, suggestions for change next year Cody's back right what's that Cody's back he is. I think Cody is back. So we're now we have the head ref and the commissioner back on the field. <laughs> so uh, my, my experimentation is hopefully done. Yeah. Well, I think it's the time of the year. Uh, you know, we hope this might change a little bit uh, with the Indy Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <clears throat> with the Neighborhood Soccer Month uh, that we declared for August and and uh, more events than we've ever had in a single month. Um, Normally, when the playoffs are coming, people start to get a little salty and, you know, like uh, the competition goes up, but also so does the volunteerism and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping the Indy Cup would change that a little bit. But I have to say that, like, uh, this past week has been one of the one of the toughest weeks for. uh, Well, let's just say it's jerk hunting season again. (laughs) So uh, it's it's just the time of the year when I come in uh, and have. The annual reminder that we're here for uh, the fun parts and the friendlies with secret whatevers and the history lessons. Uh, and, uh, you know, generally, I got the meanest email I've gotten in 10 years today. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything other than somebody saying, you know, fuck you for, for doing the rules <laughs> as written. Um, but it is a reminder that, like, we aren't like every other league. Uh, intentionally like if you want to go and play soccer you want to go and beat the shit out of your 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 competitors like there's nine other leagues to do that but if you we wanna- don't say those names on uh, the podcast however 
I did hear that one accidentally slipped through editing last week. <laughs> and I don't Whoops. think I've ever said that league out loud yeah. before. It just happened to be on the podcast. What league? It doesn't exist. Doesn't what are you exist. talking about? Uh, no, we're, 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 uh, we're proudly uh, a different product than other leagues, right? And uh, the whole goal is that it's the kind of place where you can, like, bring your kids and hang out. And stay. people stay late and they watch other teams and they hang out and it's a good time. Uh, and... Uh, it's not the kind of league that we like verbally harass referees or uh, say shitty things to other players or hit them behind the back. Like, the, our, my promise to you is that those kinds of people do not stay in this league. And sometimes that means I get the brunt of, like, dealing with that. Uh, we had a guy last week who was, like, hooting and hollering uh, even after I'd given them an exception for, you know, some stuff. So... But it is the, it's that time that I just sit back and appreciate this crew and the, the people, the vast majority of Indy City footballers who love the differentness and the weirdness and the, the WWE, you know, uh, fun community theater element that is, uh, that is uh, Indy City football. So I just want to thank you all for putting in your time here in this podcast, for being the kind of people who research history and tell everyone about it, who have planned surprises for each other. That's what we do in Indy City Football. That's, that's why we're all here. And I, I love it. And I am so excited to have you all here. So it's just my annual reminder to everybody what we're doing. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Can you add on a reminder to folks who might be thinking they've had some moments this season where they were frustrated because maybe they didn't know certain rules. Sure. Can you remind people like if they want to reacclimate themselves with rules, where to find them? Yeah, absolutely. It's just indycityfootball.com slash rules. Uh, it's so <laughs> easy. Uh, and I will say like, you know, we, we have like an 80 to 90% like return rate every year. And so there are people who have played 10, nine, eight, seven years. Uh, and, and I will tell you, we, the people who have like, didn't know the rules quite and became acclimated to the different product that we are. Right. So, um, it's a little tougher if you're on one of the few teams that is like most more new people than not people. Uh, but man, all you gotta do is look over at Pogies or Garfield or Southside and see the, the, the fun that they're having together on and off the field to see what the goal is for, for Indy City football and the rules that are in place that, that literally prioritize uh, us being neighbors over hard-ass soccer is that's the product. That's what we do. And in fact, every time somebody comes into conflict with what we're doing, it's actually like, like I don't like jerks, but they certainly help remind all of us what we're not doing, right? And so that makes that makes getting shitty emails on a Monday night <laughs> worth it, right? So, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, now that we're kind of uh, near wrapping up, we went to the races this weekend. The pod Shoot squad it. minus Carrie, yeah, I of did course. Um, we went, saw the end of Arca, saw the truck Briefly race. Briefly saw Frankie Muniz. Briefly. Briefly. Um, we did the... We ate some amazing snacks. By yep. Pod Mom Lisa. Mm -hmm. Lisa she crushed it. Infinity race. I'm going fast. I know. I know. I was trying to get more details. I know. All I'm going to say, if you ever need somebody to smuggle something, Cole Street's your guy. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. We should tell this story. Holy shit. What this did he dude, smuggle? This dude is amazing. <laughs> uh, 
getting things that should not be there to places they you want them so we packed up our coolers getting ready to go to arca we're like okay ims you can bring whatever the fuck you want into Mm -hmm. ims as long as it's not like a weapon or glass or a wagon on race day or a wagon cole's or kyle's mad about that i am but you can bring as many bush lights as you want you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. bring snacks bring water bring it all start walking into arca no alcohol like oh fuck we have approximately 24 cans of bush light (laughs) uh so cole being the deceitful master that he is we have a like a backpack cooler igloo goes four cans wide he does layers of cans and then he does the wraps that liesel made Mm -hmm. then an ice pack then more wraps and snacks and then i think another ice pack Mm -hmm. somehow the woman started digging she finds a single beer no he put one, one beer, beer one in beer the with top. the wraps Beautiful. and the snacks yep. so that he put a decoy <gasps> beer up at the top oh, she found it and she goes hey man you can't bring alcohol he's ah like, oh, fuck i'm so sorry zips up the backpack she's like you got to drink it or take it back to your car he's like all right i'll drink it gives me the cooler we walk in the dude that was doing the wand at irp was like asking everybody's like you got your gun on hand yeah AK-47? Your is it here is you your where's your where's your bomb where's your bomb yep he's wanting everybody he's just like being goofy yep. and then he looks at me and he goes go ahead doesn't like doesn't even point the wand at me he, he looked at me and goes no gun no gun next time maybe and sent me through and i was like okay he was insane uh but yeah, great time at IRP. Trucks were amazing. I've never been to trucks. No, uh, last year when you and Cole time. went, um, I was unable to go. Well, he was unable to go too, so we didn't go. Finn did go. That was so loud. So loud. And loud. none of us brought your protection. We made terrible mistakes. Our extra 15 laps of that race when I tried to go to bed that night. It was really cool. You could see the city from there. Yep. There's a really cool water tower. IRP is a lot of fun. Really cool water tower that Jason had pointed out when we were at Speedway. Like, it's just a lot of fun to be there. Also, uh, fuck, what's his name? Kobayashi? Gisbergen? No. Not Kobayashi, because he wasn't there on Friday. Somebody was there Friday. In the Bergen. Or maybe someone else was there Saturday that wasn't supposed to be there Saturday. Somebody was just watching one of the other oh, uh, yeah. crew team leads. Yeah, there was a few of the, the different... Some fucking guys there. Yeah. Yep. All right, regardless, we went Saturday. Saturday we saw more was, stuff at IMS. Now, the, the sun, nice thing about Friday was it was at night. It was. Yeah. It started like literally 9 p.m. Okay. Uh-huh. Saturday was a bit different. Out in the sun, I got murdered by the sun. My entire ear is sunburned. You do not look that burnt, though. It was terrible the night of. I felt terrible. Finn got sunburned, and he had like massive sunscreen on him. We were covering him with like stuff all day, and he still got burnt. Like, it, oh my gosh, it fried my ear. My ear is burnt. I have never had a burnt ear in like 20 years. This is insane and disgusting and terrible. Uh, so, had a lot of fun on Saturday though, regardless. Uh, Sunday, most of us dipped. I think it was just Cole and Jason. Mm-hmm. Who though got to hang out with Kai, who apparently gets all the special perks. She got into like the Miller Light like Party area. Deck. Miller Lite party deck. party deck. So they got like free drinks and food and they were like so close to the cars. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Jordan, can we work on getting an ICF party deck at Koontz for, Koontz? yeah. Rule change. Like we literally just need a sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Shelby, we need to ask him about billboards. 
So, yeah, I know you, you're waiting to binge this season. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have been asking about how do we get the podcast out to people who don't know about the podcast? Because it's very much, if you know, you know, you're listening, you're maybe telling a couple new people, but like these teams who are like entirely new folks who don't know, how do they know? Like we always call it out on the podcast. Answer, billboards. There's a billboard directly across the street from Coons. Billboards are <laughs> not expensive. Here's the thing. I have never noticed that billboard. <laughs> but if your face is on it, you might notice it. Taking a picture in front of it. I mean, we do have like an 80% open rate on our email, which I'm very proud of as, as a marketer. And you guys are in every one of it. But billboards, sign me up. I, I could go along with a billboard. So I accidentally tell a lot of people in my life that I record a podcast. I don't mean to. It's just like, it's not something that my coworkers who live in like Texas need to know about me. Calling you out specifically, Levi. Uh, <laughs> also, so that was like the bit that I spilled today. I was like, oh shit, I have a hard cut off at five. Like I have to go, I've got to go do my podcast, Levi. And he's like, what? It's like, what is your podcast about? And I was like, oh, I'm not telling you. I have to save some mystery for a future date. So I didn't tell him anything about the podcast. I did let slip earlier in the conversation that I know another coworker because I play soccer with her. Uh, and so we kind of went down that rabbit hole. So he might connect the dots. If he does, congratulations, Levi. You found it. You win nothing. You get to keep being a consultant for shitty customers. What if, though, instead of winning nothing, winning Chris Angel no tickets? tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, you were talking about coming to Indianapolis. Do you want to come and go see Chris Angel? Free Chris Angel tickets. You guys, I have to dip out. Mm. Bye. I, I loved your it. race preview. That's it. What a time. Glad you, I think we actually glad you got all through, listened. Like, if you made our it agenda. Here. We yeah. did it. I don't, yeah, it's my German band meeting. Marketing yeah, team. I don't know that we have anything else to discuss. Uh, there's no interleague showcase coming up because of Indy Cup. So there's just additional friendlies. Good luck, everyone, this week. Good. Big time. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll have a lot of fun, apparently, that we don't know about yet until we get there. So what's the new uh, sign-off slogan that we had last week? I have no idea. I don't remember. See you on the pitch. We'll see, see you on, on the, the pitch. pitch. It's a beautiful this episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's. Nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner, Cole For the Bush Street. Manager of the assistant to the producers and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner, Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Thank you, have a good night, be a good neighbor.
Once again, Jason, I black out during these recordings. Yep. Same. 